don't start the company to make money. Chances that you'll make money are very, very low. So you need to have a purpose beyond making money. Welcome to the Contributors Channel. Today we're talking to Suresh Kotakam, co-founder and chief product officer of Nile, a company that delivers secured, wired, and wireless networking as a service. If you have a business or thinking to start one, watch this interview because Suresh will share the insights which can help you to go to new level and succeed faster. Suresh, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Victor, for inviting me to your podcast. And thank you everyone who is listening to us. And I'm happy to be here sharing my humble journey that led me to start the company. And prior to starting this, Victor, I was at AWS. And before that, I was in the networking industry and security space for about 25 years. And I worked in small companies as well as in large companies and played multiple you know, roles like engineering to product management to business development, as well as investments acquisitions. And thank you. Looking forward to going into more details how we went about starting Nile. Wonderful. You have such great background. I believe that you have a lot of insights that viewers will enjoy learning from you. And uh, this is might help them to succeed in their business and life. So Suresh, can you tell us about Nile? So what does it do? It's secured networking and wireless as a SaaS. How it's possible? to provide networking services as a SaaS? Sure. That's a great question, Victor, and I can go on for hours, but uh, you know, let me see if I can give you concisely. So uh, Nile is providing enterprise wired and wireless as a service. And this is truly you know, as simple as electricity, you know, where it just always on, reliable, secure, and it just works. It's that simple that we are making it. But before I do that, you know, let's talk about why we ended up starting this company. If you look at networking industry, it's been there for the last 30, 35 years, and it evolved with lots of band-aid technologies. You know, there are a lot of simplifications, but at the same time, it gotten fundamentally the same complex technology that has been there for the last 30 years. And we'll give you a couple more examples. You know, I was at a customer site deploying the network at almost 97, 98 timeframe, deploying at a customer site, and even though I knew in and outs of the networking and build the technologies, it took about a week for me to deploy the network and debug and troubleshoot. That's when it struck me that, hey, I did a lot of research in artificial intelligence, published papers in that, and my research was about learning from experience. So that's when I said, hey, why don't I leverage AI to solve the networking problems where you, wherever the humans are involved, can we really help humans or even replace humans in order to deploy and solve the problems. So to answer your question about, you know, how can we solve this network as a services, what we did was fundamentally, we went back and talked to many, many customers, small, medium, large size customers, and looked at their operational problems. And you can ask why, right? So Victor, the reason we went about is, if you look at the networking, we built lots of lots of technologies, products and features and all of this without regard to what does it take to implement what does it take to install it? What does it take to bring it up? And how do you monitor and manage? We kept on building more and more technologies. And what we said is we fundamentally need to change it. And we said anything, everything that we do, the software, the hardware itself should monitor and manage itself. So we had to go back to the drawing board and build that technology from ground up. That's the reason, that's how we are able to deliver network as a service. So you physically provide first to some buildings, kind of like wires and wireless uh, devices before even client ask it. And then after that one, like pretty much like Comcast provide the TV and internet, right? So they just drop the physical infrastructure to different business, I mean, residential locations, business locations, view particular probably 
for business locations. And then the clients who in those buildings, they can just use it as a service so they can avoid all this hassle, a lot of time and money required and expertise to customize and make it for them, right? So uh, great, Victor. So there is a, you know, interpretation when we talk about network as a service, a lot of people think it's meant for small and medium businesses. So I want to, you know, this misunderstanding, I want to clarify that because when you said Comcast, when you think of it, people think of it small businesses. So before starting this company, again, I spent time with large scale customers, you know, with people, uh, hundreds of thousands of employees and globally, and we built the technology similar to AWS cloud. If you think of any cloud, they can do go for small, medium to large, I mean, it's same level of capabilities that go on to. So we build the technology for large scale customers and that's so that it can work for medium as well as small. So we have customers like Stanford, I'll be happy to go into more details, University of Missouri, Kansas City, Denver University, and several other customers across where it's, uh, you know, even Fortune 500 customers. So it's not just meant for small. So to your point, when customer comes to us and hey, what does network as a service mean to us as a customer? And we tell us that, we tell them that, hey, it's extremely simple where you tell us the site, we have technicians, we have partners globally where they go and do the site survey because you know wireless is a unlessened spectrum you have to understand the floor plan you understand the business and the purpose of the of floor and so we do the site survey and after that everything is automated victor this is where our core innovations come in everything is automated after that there are no network engineers experts sitting together coming up with the network topology architectures and all of that instead Software is automatically builds this and builds bill of material. What I mean is the APs, the switches, the cables, the transceivers, everything is automatically built. And then we work with the customer to go ahead and using our technicians, or if the customer is a partner, they can go ahead and deploy it. And the more importantly, Victor, when we build the hardware and the software, what we did was literally high school grad can bring up the network. It's really that simple. And I'm talking about even large scale deployments like in Stanford. I literally, with little to no documentation, the customer or a partner was able to bring up the entire network. So you just mentioned those clients like Cities and Stanford, and this is great that you have a Fortune 500 companies. It's a dream clients for any organization. But can you share with our viewers how, how guys you come to that level? Because I believe you can start business immediately and sign Stanford or Fortune 500 companies. So what are the, those some of challenges that uh, Nile faces as it grows and how you get those clients. So what was the challenges? Sure. So uh, the great question, uh, Victor. And you know, when cloud came along, people did not understand what does cloud mean, right? And hey, where does it live? Where is it? What happens to my data? What happens to my applications? So it took almost six to eight years, even for the cloud to get adopted. So when we came out with network as a service, unfortunately, network as a service has been talked for last 10 years, Victor. And it was bastardized in many ways. You have hardware, software, you put services on top of it and sold it as a network as a service confused the hell out of the market when we come out of the came out of the market everyone thought hey what, what's the difference between us right that has been a big challenge where it's true network as a service where victor as a customer what do you really get is we guarantee the performance where the network is always up and running you get five bar wi-fi coverage throughout your network can you imagine throughout your building you always have five bar coverage and you have the capacity for all your users and devices and applications so when you look at fundamental paradigm shift it takes time for customers and uh, uh, analysts and industry to understand how fundamental it is different. And it also takes time for a lot of these customers to, you know, internalize it and embrace it. So we are able to find customers who are, you know, pioneers, visionaries who look at this as a 
greatest technology that's coming along and helping them to move forward their organizations and move their move forward their organizations and position themselves well ahead of their competitors so to your point as we you know uh, look at going growing we are seeing the customers slowly and steadily and analysts are coming along the way and realizing it what it is and we are also seeing the customers coming along the way and adopting it i see can you share with our viewers a little bit still i understand that you said you focused in the beginning on those first comers innovation kind of oriented customers that embraced this new technology and they understood the difference between building their own physical infrastructure and network and uh, using as a service but how did you find them what was the process of okay those customers we need to go and I, I know you kind of product uh, chief product officer but maybe you somehow since you co-founder you you probably should know something from sales perspective what was the way like go to market how did you because for any business you know you need to figure out go to market strategy how you're gonna identify those customers right that more likely will you will go for them and then how to deliver to them that value that your company provides so this is very important so how did you handle this situation in the beginning sure so let's start with when the beginning in fact you know victor we came out of stealth only seven eight months ago and we had several customers even prior to that when we did not have a website we did not have any presence on that social media or even on the web we are able to find the customer i'll give you one interesting story okay uh, so our customer you know uh, we wanted to go after one school because in the school people People, students use in all different ways. So I was talking to a friend of mine in Reno, Nevada, and he said one of his daughter's friends said, hey, we have a lot of Wi-Fi problems. And we said, hey, here we go. We can go and solve those problems. All right. And this is in Reno, Nevada. And we were trying to go to the customer and the customer said, hey, we do not know anything about you guys. Please do not come. Do not bother us. And then you know, we had to engage them and, you know, 30 days later, we tried to connect, connect them and they said, hey, don't bother coming over. I said, you know what, I'll put my equipment in my trunk and I'm going to drive to Reno, knock the door and Victor, what are you going to do? Get lost. That's the best that you could tell me. All right. Get lost. So we asked for the 15 minutes, Victor, and we ended up talking to them for four hours. Once they understand who we are, what we have done in the past, how we are delivering the hardware, how we are delivering the software. And within the first, in that meeting itself, they signed the purchase order. And a week later, we deployed it in the basement. A month later, we deployed it throughout the school. It's been more than two and a, almost two and a half years, Victor, and it flawlessly works. And they don't have to deal with it. So That's, door to yeah. door, pretty yeah. much. You just go there. Good job. Yes. Amazing. So I believe right now probably somebody else providing this type of services or you just the only company. What is the situation? Sure. You know, again, uh, Victor, as I said, I mean, the many, many people claim their network as a service. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the people can confuse between managed services. You know, mm -hmm. I can come and manage your network. Mm -hmm. That is also kind of treated as a network as a service, Wi-Fi mm -hmm. as a service. So truly, you know, in, I'll give you why, you know, Gartner came out and wrote a report in the last year uh, magic quadrant report saying that you have to fundamentally build the hardware and the software with network as a service and mindset and that requires you know like building the all the hardware and building the all the software truly to deliver network as a service and no one that we know of has done that and gartner you know the report explicitly states out that existing vendors no matter how they claim they cannot deliver network as a service and nile is the only one that's well positioned and we spoke to delaro as well you know delaro finally came around said that wi-fi is the utility does require this kind of approach to deliver it so you deliver hardware and software you not just deliver network management like anybody can deliver 
they just put a software management tool and just manage all this stuff, right? Yeah, it's very much like a electricity, Victor. You don't have to deal with any hardware, software managing, monitoring, and everything. You have users come and connect it. You focus only on users, devices, and applications that use the network, and you can apply the policies who can get onto the network, who cannot get onto the network as a customer. But underneath it, just like cloud, you do not know that what's happening, how the AWS, Google, or Microsoft manage their clouds. You focus on your your virtual environment exactly like that. Right. Wow. This is amazing, guys. You're genius. You found such a blue ocean in such a huge market. Wow. So, what are the biggest trends in enterprise networking? Do you see right now? Sure. So. You know, not just now. Actually, we've been talking to you know hundreds of and thousands of customers. And you know, even before that, I'll tell you, uh, Victor, I co-founded this company with three other gentlemen: Pankaj Patel, who is another visionary in the industry, and he and I spent almost six months before starting this company. And during that time, we talked to lots of CEOs, lots of customers. And he, Pankaj Patel, was number two at Cisco, where he managed thirty-eight billion dollars portfolio. And another gentleman, Shri Hosakote, he was an SVP, EVP in other companies. And fourth one is none other than John Chambers, who you know joined Cisco when it was less than two billion dollars and grew the company to to forty eight billion dollars. So where I was going with this, we understand this industry extremely well, right? And we have built this industry in many ways. We are responsible for building the industry and also causing the problems that happen here. So we're coming back here and trying to solve the problem, right? With that said, Victor, in terms of the you know when we talk to the customers based on you know our experience as well you know all the ceos top of the mind is digital transformation i know everyone talks about digital transformation but more importantly what does it mean they're looking at hey network should get out of the way they want to focus on their core business and they want network that's you know delivered as a service simple secure that just works that's one major trend we are seeing second one is as a service you know customers are consuming pretty much everything as a service and networking is the last one that's not been delivered as a true service and as a utility and third one security is critical and especially when you're delivering network as a service network has to be secured everything about how users and devices are getting on the network has to be secured the communication has to be secured so the zero trust has been a new one that has been talked in the last few years but it's usually talked from users to the applications we are the first ones to extend zero trust to, to all the way to the networking access layer i'll give you a couple of examples victor one of our customers was trying to get cyber security insurance you know it's been extremely hard to get cyber security once they presented our story to the cyber security provider insurance provider not only they got the insurance they were able to lower the premium that's the kind of security the customers are looking for and then and most importantly right, the networking has been complex and they want a really simple that just works all the time. Wow. Dear viewer, from what just been said, what I learned from for myself, I want to share with you. So if you would like to start successful business, first you need to really have insights because Suresh and his team, they used to work for so long in the industry in Cisco and similar companies, seen this problem from inside. Then once you identify your problem, you need to have a co-founders that have complementary skills to your skills so you can together discuss what kind of value not provided to current market and you can provide and found the company so i think this is the path to success you just gave us like a blueprint this is just amazing thank you so much to so 
what other than that, what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs who are starting their own business besides what I just said? Sure. So, you know, Victor, I don't know whether I'm very well qualified to give an advice, but I'll share my experience. 100% Suresh, <laughs> you, you are <laughs> totally overqualified. Go ahead. So, you know, we are going after an industry that's, you know, that's been there for the last 30 years and kept on evolving, evolving with more and more complexities. So when you want to fundamentally transform an ind industry, you need to be bold. You need to challenge anything, everything that you come across. Just because things have been done this way, you cannot accept it. So, but when you're challenging, the key purpose is you need to challenge with a keen interest in understanding the nuances. Why did they do it? What, you know, what, what was wrong? Why is it wrong? So you're not challenging for the sake of challenging. You're challenging the sake of learning from that. And so that you can build the technologies, build the solutions that's going to be transforming the industry. And another thing is, as you said, you know, first of all, one has to know strengths and weaknesses, you know, like, for example, when you're starting a company, can I raise the money? Can I really hire the talent? Can I build an organization? Can I build a product? I mean, there's so many aspects associated with building a company and building a greater, greatest organization that can go to public. So that is when you need to look at the team members, right? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Bring in the team that can complement your skills. And last but not least, you know, everyone probably talks about it, Victor. Don't start the company to make money. As much as we all love to make money, but chances that you'll make money are very, very low, probabilistically. So you need to have a purpose beyond making money. And you will go through so many challenges beyond belief, what you, unless you go through it, you will not know it. So you need to have the purpose so that that keeps you going beyond, you know, the challenges that you come across. Right. Focus on the value you deliver to the marketplace. Then money will come if you money really will be able to deliver the value. That's yes. absolutely true. Thank you so much for your time, Suresh, and for the insights. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Victor. You know, thank you everyone who is listening to us. And, you know, everyone who is listening to us, please visit nilesecure.com for more on all things about Nile. And also please follow us on LinkedIn at nilesecure. And you can also keep up with me on LinkedIn. Again, thank you, Victor. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Dear viewers, the links will be provided in the description. I hope you enjoyed this interview. You learned something for you and for your business. If you like and want to see more videos like that, please like, share, subscribe, and hit the bell below to get notified about new videos. Otherwise, YouTube won't let you know. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments below. Thanks for watching. Stay healthy. Stay wealthy. Stay tuned.